is 1.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. Welcome to the 1.37 p.m. podcast. I'm your host, Samari White, and we have hip-hop violinist cessation, Damian Escobar, in the building. How you doing today, man? I'm good, man. Um, off the top, I got a clear misconception. It's not hip-hop violin. It's contemporary soul. I apologize. Nah, it wasn't you. Okay. It wasn't you. But you know, you know, soul. I'm yeah. here though, man. It's a, it's a pleasure. Nice. Uh, I see you from a, your Queens native. Yeah, Can you give man. everybody a nice little brief biography biography sure. about yourself? Sure. Born and raised in Queens, mm-hmm. in uh, Jamaica, Queens, South Jamaica, Queens. Um, and, uh, I, you know, just like everybody from Queens, I grew up loving Nas. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up loving tribe i grew up loving big and i should have my phone on silent <laughs> rookie mistakes but yeah. you live and learn you live and you, you learn, learn you know right? it's child and error <laughs> <laughs> okay okay now i see you've been working on some stuff you've been on your grind yeah, hustling out for the most part i know you have a a, a new song mm-hmm. it's about to be released tomorrow called mm-hmm. Love love notes. I saw the vision for it, which is amazing. You Appreciate it. that, man. It's a great content. I suggest everybody should check it out. Appreciate you. Like, can you give the f- listeners like what's what's your album's going to be consistent of, and what's the sure. actual song? Uh, so I tell you. Up? So um, when I wrote love notes, I, I mean, my music in general is is it's just pure uh, feeling and vibe, man. Like, you know, for me, it's all about energy when I create and write music. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I made love notes, it was just one of those songs, man, and it. People just liked it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, as an artist, you know, you create from a place of vulnerability, and you know, however people, you know, digest it, whether they like it or not, it's, you know, it's up to them. But it's always a good thing when people vibe with it, man. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm excited. Um, what I actually have coming out tomorrow is a fragrance love notes. Nice. Yeah. So the song came out, mm-hmm. and then I evolved the song into a fragrance. Okay. And I took notes from the song and incorporated it incorporated into the fragrance interesting yeah man the process was super super dope now well what made you get inside get involved in the um perfume game the fragrance game because mm-hmm. it's not a lot of people like not a lot of men right. out here that's doing that for the ladies you know well see that's what i'm talking about that's what i was just saying mm-hmm. on the uh on the drop mm-hmm. you know look at what everyone else is doing Mm-hmm. And do the exact opposite, right? You, you understand, right? You know, but you know, aside from that, for me, it was a it was a passion, man. You know, like um, I've always been an artist that uh, has been lucky enough to stimulate senses. You know, okay. like you know, people tell me like you're you're amazing to listen to. So for me, it was just a um a natural maturation, you know, to stimulate another sense, which is smell. And it um you know they run parallel to each other. You know uh mm-hmm. um you know uh your 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 sense of hearing and your sense of smell, like they run you know, parallel. So, right. you know, um, once I started, it was, and this for me was a 10 year in the making project. Right. You know, everything is about timing. You mm-hmm. know, I wanted to make sure like I, I knew everything and not just dive into it to just have it. There's a lot of artists that have brands, you know, they have perfumes and it's typically like a large company coming to them saying, Hey, slap your name on this shit. Right. You know, but for me, I'm like, no, I actually want to create it. Right. You know, I want to work with the perfumers, find the right notes and go through different, um, ingredients. Uh, that really will make up what I'm trying to express, and I I think we nailed it. I see. Now, why why playing the violin instead of becoming a rapper or a singer for you? I I mean, I, I throw it back at you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, why becoming a rapper instead of a violinist? 
Right. I mean, that's, that's a trend, <laughs> yeah. especially coming from, like, you know, a very saturated group that, exactly. that creates great rappers like Queens. So 100%. I def- definitely get it. 100%. But my thing is, how how and why were you able to infuse, like, a, a jazz instrument like violin and so happen to perfectly mesh it with the scent and smell? Like, I know this is like a a different ca- collaboration where you could try to intrigue with the ladies and get involved right, with right. them and whatnot. But what makes you come up with the idea? What was like the, the motivation of it? Um, Again, you know, for me, it, it it's just mainly about um, stimulation, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what can I contribute? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's, you know, for me, from the jump, it's always about contribution. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can I contribute to people? You know, like I'm always looking in any scenario, like, you know, how can I contribute instead of take away? You know, so I found that as another opportunity to contribute something, you know what I'm saying? And there's going to be those things where it works and people's going to, some other people are going to say, this is not for me and others are going to love it, you right. know, and if you love it, it's for you. If not, you know, wait, wait for the next one. I'm dropping another one around Christmas. Right. You know, so <laughs> it's like, you know, we'll, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What introduced you to the violin? I, well, I fell in love with the violin when I was six years old, right? So it was a required program for third graders. And, you know, me being the youngest in my house, I watched two siblings take the instrument before me. Mm-hmm. So I had to just wait my turn in line. And, you know, once it was my turn to take it, I was a wrap. I ran with it and, you know, now I'm here. And I, I see you're dropping that everything around Valentine's Day. I want to ask you, like, <laughs> what's your favorite song you will go to whenever you try to, you know... Uh, Impress a young lady or try to try to make sure Yo, a woman's get in the, give in the mood. Yeah, get in the mood, as you can say. Sade, all day. Oh, that's the perfect selection but, right there. But what on, song? Ordinary Love. Ordinary Love? Come on, man. That's, that's number two. Yo, bro. Like, I, I think that's number two in my book. What's for yours? Sweetest yours? Taboo. That's Oh, come on. Yeah, that's facts. That's undefeated right that's, there. That is undefeated. <laughs> See, and you know what's crazy? People, yo, people will be like, um... Did you listen to the lyrics of Ordinary Love? Yeah. And then like, this is not really real. I'm like, bro, like, it's it's the vibe. It's, it's deep, yeah. yeah exactly. You know what I'm it's saying? deeper connections to that. Exactly. From so the production sh- to the lyrics. 100%. All the, it's just the mood, mood. period. Keyword. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Sade sure. all day. Sade and Candles sure. and uh, Chardonnay. That's it. Now, for all the listeners out there, can you give them which, what would be an ideal Valentine's Day gift package? Hmm. For the ladies, candles or <laughs> um, whatnot. I would say, uh, are we talking gifts or are we talking you know, um, a, a gifts? Day? All the above, like off. What you got planned for them for that oh, day? Oh man, uh, I, I, I'm the type of cat that likes to uh, surprise my woman. Right? Okay. So for her, um, and she's gonna listen to this. So hopefully, this comes up after Valentine's Day. <laughs> so I can't give away too much shit. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it stays between us. We, we good. And everybody good. listening, <laughs> you know, but. Mm-hmm. Element of surprise is everything for me, man. You know, you know, and I'm a non-traditional kind of guy. I'll have her thinking I forgot about it. That's the type of person I am. Have her I like thinking that. I forgot about it. I like you know, that. and then uh one thing I've learned about women is um pay attention to the details. You know, women are really uh stimulated by nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Right? It bring them back to a moment that's and it doesn't. It's and it's it's about the thought that goes into that moment. Bring it back to a moment that's reminiscent to a good time, right? Whether it be a good song that you guys first heard together, recreate a moment for them, mm-hmm. and then just add a little spice on top, and then throw in some Sade. Make sure you got that H two H fragrance from her cheap plug, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and and you know, 
have, make sure you have um, that sent you melodies, another cheap plug mm-hmm. in the background, and uh, set the mood. I mean, I just took down mental notes. <laughs> My girl better be prepared. I'm, I'm just saying, you, you know. You gotta catch him by surprise, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, don't. Definitely. Women sense calculation. They do. They sense, if you're calculated, they'll feel it. It's kind of like a fake orgasm. Like, they'll mm-hmm. just, they'll sense that <laughs> shit. And then, and then you screw, bro. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. I'm guessing. Now, back to your fragrance line. Mm-hmm. H2H, yeah. it has all types of meaning. Like, him to her, her yep. to him. Yep. Uh, him to him. Yeah. Like, what was the, the how were you able to come up with so many variations using those, those two letters? So, it. The, the fragrance was created for a woman, mm-hmm. right? So when I created it, it was um, called From Him to Her. Mm-hmm. And it was a gift created by a man for his woman. Okay. That's it. And it was just a gift. Now, that is kind of like when I write music. You know, like when I write music, I write music, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like a gift for myself. And then when I share it, it becomes a gift forever. So, right. you know, so um, once I released the, fra- the fragrance... Um, it was like, you know what, it's it's deeper than just a gift for a woman. It can be, um, you know, a gift, you know, it can be her to her. A woman can give it to herself, but, mm-hmm. you know, a man can give it to himself or their partners or I mean, it's it's really for everybody. Right. And the, um, the notes and the scent really, it, it's a really a universal scent. Like it's not, it's not a scent that's flowery. It's, it's really universal, you know, right. so a lot of folks are going to gravitate toward because a lot of people ask me, you know, well, is it a perfume? Is it a cologne? Mm-hmm. Like it's for everybody, you know, like I, I put on my, my, my woman's shit. Sometimes I'm like, damn, it smells good. Like this is Chanel. I, I tend to use my, my woman's stuff, like women, like Deodorant. sticks. Oh, one, yeah. 100%. Yeah. The okay, dove, I don't bro? feel too bad now. Yeah, me too. The that, dove? That's, that's number two in my Come book. on, man. That's between us, guys. Come on. <laughs> but yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, no question, man. Definitely. So it's, it's a universal thing, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it goes to one of those things that whoever likes it will enjoy it. Nice, nice. Now, besides the anticipated release of your fragrance seem like you're about to go on tour soon yeah man i'm excited how many cities what's the dates looking like i need i need all the information man we we kick off with 19 dates in the spring okay starting in um in may we toured the month of may and it kicks off this tour is called the elements of love okay this tour um and it's self-explanatory you know it's elements of love tours it's gonna be really really sexy this tour it's pure vibe Mm -hmm. it's where you want to bring your girl right you know and it's it's like it's a it's it's kind of like where you want to be. It's just the right energy that's going to be created. You know what I'm saying? And um, we kick off in the in the uh, spring and we go into the uh, the fall. And mm-hmm. my amazing publicist just passed me dates. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate that. You know that. for the tour, but we're going from everywhere from Atlanta to, of course, Philly. So okay. this tour is um all northeast and midwest nice. and nice. southeast. You know, we hit the west coast in the uh, in the fall. Okay, that'd be cool. I'd be looking out for it now. I see you've been winning. <laughs> countless awards yeah you man, gotta you gotta tell us how it felt to win the NAACP image award so but. I got nominated I, okay I felt like I won I um, apologize I, nominated no, so for good. the award yeah I got nominated for it I felt like I won the award man like I mean mm-hmm. just getting nominated is a win you know like it was a it was amazing man because for me Boundless when I when I did that album you know I'm like I like it you know I really liked it right and, uh, you know, it's, it's always as an artist, and there's some artists I don't care about accolades. They're like, you know what? You know, mm-hmm. can, we, can we curse on this podcast? Yeah, yeah. They're like, fuck the Grammys, right? Right. And me, I'm like, I want to be nominated. It's, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, just, and I know it's, it's a lot of politics right and shit, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but it's, um, it felt good, man. It was mm-hmm. just like, yo, wow, like my work is being acknowledged, you know, by, um, 
by professionals that's specific to the genre. So right. it was it was a big moment. My first time going to the award show, I brought my daughter with me as my date. And nice. She enjoyed herself. That's cool. I took her with me to all the parties. I probably should know. <laughs> <laughs> and she had a hell of a time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was fun. We had a good time. Now speaking to people in the, in the business and like noticing your work, how did it feel to tour with Oprah? Like hmm. you. Hmm. I mean, you you get a performance, you get a performance, you get a violin. You get a violin. Like, how does man, it feel? It was cool, man. She's she's an amazing woman. Okay, you know, like she's just an amazing human being. Like mm-hmm. she's so warm, you know. And I was super nervous, you know. Like I, I, when I when I met her, I met her for the first time was after the uh, the uh, I met her after the show in D.C. Okay, and she gave me a hug and she was like, "You smell so good." <laughs> And I just froze, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, just, I was just stuck. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Oprah said I smell good, right? So, you, know, <laughs> you can't tell me <laughs> you can't nothing, tell me right? Shit. But <laughs> no, seriously though, she's just such an amazing woman, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and I worked with her a couple more times after that, and like, she's like your aunt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like my aunt. Oh, you know, right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's crazy. She's just a really nice person, man. And she gave me, a, she gave me a platform. Nice. Did she give you any like helpful advices to help you like navigate throughout the? The game in your career? I didn't really ask. You know, okay. we kind of sat down and built on a different level. Like we was talking about um, food, and mm-hmm. she likes, you know, she she cooks and she has her own garden, and she, you know, so we just talking about shit stuff. like she that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I never, I never ask people. You know, how'd you do it? You know, how I never ask anyone's advice. You know, mm-hmm. because I believe that what work for them may not work for me. Right. You know, everybody walks their own journey. You know, so um, I just try to. Build with people on a on a human level, you know. I don't, I don't really give a fuck about yeah, not necessarily yeah. like who you are. I respect who you are, but I'm going to build with you as a human, right? You know, I, that, to me, that's much more impactful. Right. Now, speaking of building, what kind of advice or what can what suggestions can you give to somebody who's listening, who's trying to you know follow the same follow the same footsteps you're doing, mm-hmm. whether they're in school trying to you know break through with. For with, sure, you know, music and everything to that business, but having a hard time juggling both. Like, what's some of the advice? Music you business give to or business business? Business in general. In general. Wow. Um, stop being lazy. Okay. Stop being lazy. Stop expecting shit. Stop expecting things to be done for you. Stop expecting someone else to put you on. Mm-hmm. Put yourself on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the first thing. And take a moment to sit down and learn business. Right. Like people don't realize I'm an independent artist. Right. Right. And um, all my tours, like for me. Right. OK. So when I, I, I used to be in a group, when the group disbanded in 2012, um, I had a shit ton of money and I became homeless, like literally homeless. Mm-hmm. I lost it all, you know, and I didn't, I thought I knew a lot and I was I was still pretty young, but I was at that age where I was like, you know what? I know everything. Right. And I really didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. And I quit music for a bit. And in 2000 and mid 2013, when I decided to start all over and give it a shot, it was different for me. You know, I'm like, you know what? I really got to learn exactly what I'm doing and what I'm involved in. So I learned about money. Um, I started to understand everyone's role that's around me. And mm-hmm. I did it myself. And that way, when I hired people, I knew exactly what they were supposed to be doing. So I did everything. Right. Right. Um, form my own companies. Um, and I just worked my ass off on the business side. Put a plan together without a plan. You're you're an idiot. You know, like you're mm-hmm. just working backwards. If you mm-hmm. don't have a plan, put your year down on paper. Mm-hmm. You know, sh- let's look at what the year looks like. Right. Right. And then what you want to do is just really start 
to start putting the work together. Get some really great people around you that believe in the same vision that you do. Right. Um, which is really important. And you have to lead them. You, if, you're, if you're just one of those people that want to say, now apply it to music, I just want to be an artist, then you're going to fail. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like those days are done that I just want to be an artist day. No, mm-hmm. you, you're a business. You know, imagine, uh, what is it, Samsung? Imagine this TV just saying, I just want to be a TV. It would never get sold. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's, it doesn't work that way. You have to look at yourself the same way the owners of that brand sells their brand. Right. You are a brand. Put a plan together. They're not going to sell this. They're not going to bring this to market without a plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there's a lot of things that are organic about my career. Like the music in the, in the heart of it is organic. But everything else is a well-executed plan, man. Like nobody gave me my first tour. You know what I'm saying? Like I was big on the internet and that's why you have all these artists that are popular on the internet with a million, two, three, four, five million views. And then they're not selling tickets at concerts because they're waiting for a big agency or a big promoter to put their first tour together. And I was like, fuck that. You know, I'm going to go rent a venue myself. Make your own moves. 100%. So I routed my own tour, my own first tour. And I sold sold out. I paid, what, 10,000 to rent the room, Mm -hmm. sold it out you know, made money and rented another room and nobody knew, mm-hmm. nobody knew that, that it wasn't. Your pocket. 100%. Investing and yourself, basically. Big time. Nobody had an idea that Live Nation wasn't doing my tour because it looked like a professional AEG Live Nation tour because that's the way it needed to appear. You understand? Perception is everything. And it of is. course, after the first tour sold out, Live Nation AEG called to do the rest of my tour. So the thing is, investing yourself from the start, um, Understand what you're getting yourself into. Understand business. Understand every aspect of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You understand? Understand your brand. And most importantly, understand your audience. Don't that's, give... That's major right there. Don't give people uh, fucking 6 uh, 9 that listens to Gladys Knight. You understand what I'm saying? Like That's gospel for you, for all you <laughs> up cover artists out there. Know, know your audience. Right. It's important, man. Like, And understand what... Understand what makes them move. Understand what makes them react, respond, mm-hmm. and give it to them. That's, that's it. And that and that's that's business in general. And you and you, I've just applied that model to a lot of things. I have six, seven different businesses right now, right. and it's few are different brands. I have an art gallery. I have a marketing agency. I have the fragrance. I have a violin line. I have a, a record company. Like, and we apply the same model across the board. It's, you know. Right. And anybody could do that shit. Now, how are you able to, to like, manage all those, like, avenues right there while trying to, while making sure your career is staying afloat? Because that's a lot of time management. I got great is, people. You okay. know, I got great people around me. Shout Casey Woods out right there. Shout out to Casey. <laughs> you know, Casey, you know, she's she's a unicorn. You nice, know what I'm saying? Nice. Like, shout out to my guy Rodney Cummins. I, I, I have a... I have a great team of people, man. Okay. You know, it's like you keep like-minded individuals around you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Like it's it's a lot, you know. But it can be managed, man. Like Magic Johnson, <laughs> Magic Johnson said uh, a billionaire told him it takes the same amount of time to do a million dollar deal that it takes to do a hundred million dollar deal. Same amount of time. You understand? Food like for thought, right there. It's it takes yeah. the same time. So it's like we all get the same amount of hours in a day, right? So no matter how you're going to spend, how you're going to spend your day, you know, yeah. just like put it. Being an entre- I've always been an entrepreneur, you know. So it's like it's it's just about you know managing your time, 
you know what I'm saying? And, and most importantly, making time for yourself. Right. That's one thing I learned, making time for me. Like, my personal life is just as dope as my 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 professional life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Make time for you. If you don't make time for you, you're going to burn yourself out. Speaking of your personal life, like, what do you like to do in your spare time? Oh, man. My lady and I, we... we travel like crazy okay. you know we travel and i, I have children so mm-hmm. my time is with my kids you know if my in my spare time i'm pouring into them gotcha. you know what i'm saying like taking them to violin taking them gymnastics karate just mm-hmm. kind of like pouring into them you know like museums and shit like that right but, you know I, I just i'm the type of cat that i'll do i'll do anything but cocaine and and, <laughs> <laughs> and other shit like that like, uh-huh. you know what i'm saying but I, i'll i'll try anything man like why not? Right. You you know like why not? You know like we we only get one life. Exactly. And opportunities is it presents itself every single day. One life, you know? bro. It's like you know don't spend time being upset about some shit you can't change that exactly. happened yesterday. You know like you woke right. up today just just live. Mm-hmm. That's it. So you know that's how I live my life, man. Can you give me two to three songs you would like to do your own rendition of, whether it be hip hop, R and B, classical? Damn. Um, sheesh, I probably already did them, the ones that I really wanted to do, mm-hmm. the ones I haven't done. I would have to say, um, damn, you caught me with this one. <laughs> uh, we got all day. <laughs> I would say, I want to do Michael Jackson, um, Earth Song. That's that's okay. my oh man, I love that joint. Right, I'll do that one. I would do um. Another dope one would be I did a lot of them already. Right. You know, it's tough. All right, I would have to say Michael Jackson Herb song. Okay. Yeah, that I would I would want to do that one. Now, yeah, and like yeah, that'd be a dope one to do. Is there any artists you like to collaborate? Tons, man. Um Who's who's in your top three right now? I still wanna work with Kanye. Still wanna work mm-hmm. with Ye. Yeah, I know everybody's so I'm biased right now with yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, just yeah. with, without the politics, just music. I totally music. get it. He's a, he's a music genius. He's a musical genius. Yeah. You know, just mm-hmm. politics aside, I, I still want to work with Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Kendrick a lot. Okay. Um, I love uh, Gary Clark Jr.'s dope. Alabama Shakes is dope. Uh, I, want, <laughs> I want to collaborate with the band Fish. Uh, Mad Cat, yo, like... Um, <laughs> That's, that's my different. guy that sells. I just saw him. In, I can't think of anything. He sells the garden. Like he does, like thirty-seven garden shows a month. What's was his, was his name? Billy Joel. Up Billy in? Joel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to work with. The, I got work with the panel, <laughs> man. Um, Elton John. You know, like, mm-hmm. there's so many cats, man. That I just want to. I want to work with. Um, I mean, there's yeah. Diddy. I, know, you I definitely want to work with. Puff. I want Puff. I just want Puff on the track doing ad libs. Okay. Like take that. Yeah. Yeah. Play yeah, that yeah, violin, son. Yeah. You hear uh, me, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> we won't stop that boy. That boy. Straight up. That's what I want, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just, you know, and even up and coming cats, man, there's so much talent on the internet. It is. There's so much talent on it the is. internet, man. Like, I'm excited about a lot of different artists, man. There's a violinist I work with. Her name is Mappy. Okay. She's a violinist and she does, she's uh, very, very popular. And she does um, soaking Afro beats and, and mm-hmm. some hip hop, but she's about to kill. Like she, her energy, her, she, I mean, she was on Ellen with Pharrell and, mm-hmm. you know, and she's, the plans we got for her is crazy. Like it's a lot of dope artists like that, man, on mm-hmm. the internet that just need development and structure. Right. That's it. Now, how do you feel about the, this new 
I want to say technique where a lot of up and coming artists take bring their music to SoundCloud. I mean, get it how you the, live it. the organic way where they could just create the demos and send it out to all these record labels and whatnot. I think is, I mean, yeah, don't do it that way. I mean, labels aren't listening to, uh, they don't listen to unsolicited music in general. They weren't doing it then, they're not doing it now. Mm-hmm. You know, labels are on the internet, so you got to go where they're looking. But I mean, you know, fuck a label. Like, don't, don't, like, you know, like labels, labels A, don't have money to spend, you know, like, um, Unless you have a ridiculous amount of uh, streams on Spotify or something like that. They don't have money to really spend. You know, um, you don't need them, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, grow your following organically. All you need is 1,000 fans. Okay. And you'll earn a, you'll earn a living with 1,000 fans. Right. People don't realize that. All you need is 1,000 loyal fans, and they will buy all your products. Right. They'll buy whatever you sell them. And, it, and you can make a little living. You know, doing that shit. You know, mm-hmm. uh, people just want to get famous. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I don't care about being famous. You know, I just, I want to, I just care about my legacy and how I'm remembered. You know, but you know, um, so I wouldn't recommend doing Sound SoundCloud. I feel like that wave is over. Right. Uh, a lot of people, you got to go where the listeners are consuming music, and that's Spotify and Apple Music. That's where the majority of the listeners are. But I tell you what, a lot of people should be doing. See, remember back in the day, Catch was handing out mixtapes and all yeah, that shit? Yeah, Yo, I'm like, yo, why is that, that? That no longer happens anymore. It's like, that's what I mean by people looking at what everyone else is doing mm-hmm. and doing that instead of just doing Definitely. the opposite. And plus you could have like, like it's like a nice proper way in which you could develop fans. 100%. Percent. Like organic fans. Organic that. fans, like real yeah. fans, tangible right, fans. Right, right. Yo, I tell people all mm-hmm. the time, I be like, yo, if your Instagram was deleted, mm-hmm. would you still have a career? Like, no. Like, would anyone? Five percent of the time, the would anyone be no. still know you? Would right. anyone? Would anyone still look for you? Right. No. I'm like, so why aren't you taking what you're doing online and working to get that business from online offline mm-hmm. as an artist? You know, what I'm saying if you're in a product business, it's different. Online is going to work for you because it's a brand development. But the product is a product. It's a tangible item that people are touching. Right. But if you're an artist and you just have streams, et cetera, like that, or you just have likes and didn't really develop your brand, you just feel good because you got a million followers and that's it. And then your Instagram gets hacked mm-hmm. and deleted. It's over. it's over for you. So Literally. I'm like, why wouldn't you get out in front of people mm-hmm. as soon as you have a buzz Put your money up and go on the road. Go on tour. Go on the road. Get in front of the people. Stay in front of their face. Target your audience. It goes to show you from what you said earlier that for the up and coming person who's grinding out in the music business, you can't be lazy because can't be lazy. Internet is being is, is, is feeding too much, giving us too much leeway where we could you know catapult our career or catapult what they're trying to do to the next level, which is like a gift and a curse, you know? 100%. Only, pre- only, people, making, only people making money off the internet are brands, man. Mm-hmm. Brands, are make, brands are pimping influencers. Pimping influencers, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like you wouldn't imagine. They're the ones that's really capitalizing. They're getting everybody's audience for like 500 bucks for a post. You know what I'm saying? The, the brands are the, are, the, are the real pimps. The, the, they're killing right now. Definitely, definitely. Now, what song would you consider the unofficial Queen's anthem? Unofficial. Oh man, Unoffic- unofficial. Unofficial. Damn, you mean I gotta go back to my childhood. Unofficial Queen's anthem in my head. Hmm. Damn. 
Oh man, y'all got, got a lot of legends coming out of this Queens. Is, there's a lot. Size Nas, Roxanne, exactly. There's a lot. Mob Deep, Mob Deep. I was about to say Mob Deep. Quiet Storm was mm -hmm. was an anthem. That was. It was a big anthem for hip hop for the, and for music in general. Even Tribe. Yeah, mm. them too. <laughs> There's a lot. Of, I can't choose one. There's a lot of anthems, man. But oh, all right, now which what song like resonates with you the the best? For me, it would be Quiet Storm. Okay, hundred percent. That man. could be it. That was my shit growing up. What Quiet Storm, man? Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on. Especially when Kim jumped on the remake. Mm. It's crazy. Good I I, I do miss that hip hop. I miss that hip hop. Now, what what legacy you want to leave on on the music scene, and for your your uh fragrance? All right, on the music scene, mm -hmm. um, as far as legacy, um, it's consistency, man. You know, it's just you know, I just want folks to remember me as someone that created music that was honest to himself, period. You know, like anything that I did was honest. You know, like I'm, I've always just shown people me, you know, like it's me, you know, it's in its most rawest and truest form, this is me, you know? So as an artist, you know, I just hope folks remember that. That's it, I'm gonna make great music, that's it. You know, and on the fragrance side, same thing. You know, I'm, I'm gonna give you me, you know? And then mm -hmm. it's like, I'm, I'm gonna make a product that I'm always gonna make a product that's going to be a great product, that I feel is a great product, because I wanna give you quality over anything else. I wanna make sure you have quality, especially my presentation. This Sunday is the Grammys. Next year we're gonna see your name out there? Come on, man, like hopefully. I'm dropping two albums this you year. You want to speak so. into existence. That's you what we gotta do. speak into But you know, the Grammys, man. Oh, mm -hmm. man. <laughs> I, they, they starting to show me love. I just okay. did two things with the Recording Academy, but nice. they, they showing me love, man. The last album should have got nominated for oh, a Grammy. Right. But I learned how the Grammys work last okay. year. I'm like, oh. Right. Okay. Everything's a learning bit. You know what I'm saying? Even when you're on the rise to success. So 100%. Right. But you know, look, it'll be great. It'll be great if it happened. If it doesn't happen, you know, I'm. I'm I'm st I'm still happy, man. Like the, the fact that I get to do this is enough for me. You mm -hmm. know that. I mean, man, like getting out in these concerts and playing in front of six, seven thousand people, five thousand. You know, it's like mm -hmm. y'all bought a ticket to see me. It still fucks me up. And I tell people that they were like, "You're so humble." I'm like, "No, no, no. It fucks me up. <laughs> like y'all spent that money to see me." <laughs> Because <laughs> my cool mind, right I'm just dame, you know right, what I mean? Right. Just, you know, just regular dame. Like my, I was telling Casey, my daughter tells me all the time how cool I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm, you, you know, <laughs> I spend more time being a different version than ever, other people, you know, know me as. I'm like, I'm just like the corny dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's man, it's cool. cool though, yeah. But so, can you like give the fans what some, like, some upcoming things they should be looking out for oh for sure projects yeah. videos a lot concerts. 2019 i call it the model is no excuse 19 okay right so it's um two albums mm -hmm. uh three tour legs um uh two fragrances um a fully curated art gallery in williamsburg brooklyn check it out it's called the gloria gale gallery I nice. named it after my mom and aunt. They both raised me. Nice. Yeah. Um, the events there are going to be super dope. Um, a really dope marketing agency called MVP Creative. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, we we specialize in um, you know, pretty much tying brands to uh, diverse clients. You know what I'm saying? So, 
You, I mean, that's a lot for a year. And uh, some acting, man. Yeah, oh. man. I was with uh, my my in L.A. with my my agent, uh-huh. my film and television agent. And you know, I I wish I can tell you guys the roles that like I'm reading for, but they blew my mind. Right. I'm just like. I'm just a corny dad. <laughs> <laughs> corny dad making moves at the right. end of the day, so he yeah. ain't that corny. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a good year, you know. It's um, you know, all in all, just you know, it's gonna have fun doing it. So. Nice, nice. Well, we appreciate you having us. Appreciate having you, you having on, me, on man. Our show and For everything. Sure. Can the fans get your social handle where they can Absolutely. visit your website? Absolutely, at? everything is Dame Esco, right? D a m e e s c o. Uh, that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Social Security Administration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hit me there, even the website, damesco.com. Um, for the fragrance, go to h2hfragrance.com. Exactly how it sounds, just with the number two, h2hfragrance.com. Um, and yeah, we'll be doing pop-up shops for the fragrance on my tour around the country. You know, a lot of Thanks. people want to know, you know, what does it smell like? Right. Like, it smells like sex, you know, <laughs> but... You know, we'll be doing some pop-up shops, you know, for people to come smell it and just, you know, enjoy it. Cool. I'll be looking out for that. Appreciate it, man. This is Amari White from 137 PM Podcast, and I'm signing out. Take it easy. This is 137 PM. Own your future. Start this minute. 137 PM is a Gallery Media Group original production.